Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. God, we pray that you would do something miraculous in our lives today as we encounter you. Father, that you would open our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes to see you and to hear you, God. That you would open our hearts to receive everything that you have for us this morning. God, that you would pour into us in a powerful way. And so we pray with expectation. In the almighty and the all-powerful name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. I'm going to share just a couple of moments with you. Thanks, praise team. They'll be back. They will be back. So, amen. Yeah. Give the Lord some praise. As uh, most of you know, those of you that have been coming here for a while, we're doing this series called uh, It's a New Season. And uh, I just wanted to, to, to talk to you for a few minutes before we go back into really a worship and ministry time. Um, if you've missed any of these sermons the last couple of weeks, I encourage you to go online and watch those. God is doing some amazing things, and, and it's really critical that you understand what God is calling us to. And so if you've missed any of those, uh, the last couple of sermons especially, I, I would encourage you to go back online. God is opening up doors all across the globe for us to train up other pastors and leaders, and we want to make sure that we're prepared and that we're ready to walk through those doors the Lord is opening up. Uh, my first and only point this morning is God is doing a new thing, and I want to go back and read Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. I think we've read that every week, but that is so critical for what God is doing, and uh, if you recall the background in that, the Lord is speaking to the children of Israel through the prophet Isaiah, and he's saying, listen, I've done all these things for you in the past, but I'm getting ready to do a new thing. And so he says in verse 18, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? And as, I, as I've considered this verse for years, it's like something is building in me. Something is building and building and building like a snowball. It's just going down the, the hill and it's picking up more steam and it's picking up more snow. And so I feel like we've been about to step over the threshold. And so God is opening up some doors. But, uh, but the Lord is telling the children of Israel, for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? And I would ask you today, do you not perceive it? Do you not feel that God by his Holy Spirit is doing something? something different, something new. This is not a new gospel. It's all about Christ. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is that God is opening doors and God is preparing us for something new, some new things that he's going to do. He, he goes on to say in verse 19, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And like many of you, many of us that have taken classes, you know that many times there's a lecture and then there's a lab that goes along with that. And so this morning, we're going to kind of skip the lecture, and we're going to start at the lab. Is that okay with you guys? Uh, today's service is going to be very different, and uh, so it's unlike anything that we've done before. But as, as I've been considering and praying about the service, I really believe that this is what the Lord wants us to do today. And we have our, our good friend in the house, Pastor Don Wallace, and uh, yeah, we're so excited to have him here. Many of you ladies will recognize him from the women's conference, and he's just a, 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 a wonderful man of God, a, a powerful worship, masterful worship leader and musician, and uh, so we're in for a, a good service this morning. Um, but there's a strong correlation between worship and ministry, and we see that uh, many times 
in the Bible that the Lord would send out the worshipers before the battle and he would go forth and slay their enemies. You know, you would think that the worshipers would be just in the back in the green room having some food and then kind of go out after the battle, right? But no, God is saying, send the worshipers out first and I'm going to do something. Before they entered the promised land, Moses reminded the people to always worship the Lord only. And we, we see so many times where they turned away from God and then they, they intermarried with other tribes and things like that. And, and, and God would tell them, don't intermar intermarry with those other tribes because they worship these pagan gods and these idols and you'll get sucked into that. And we saw where that happened time after time where they disobeyed God, where they turned away from God, and they would, they would be captured. They would go into bondage. They would get uh, trapped in slavery, and, and then they would cry out to God, Oh, God, save us, deliver us, and God would save them and deliver them, and, and they'd be okay for a while, and then they'd fall back in their old habits, and they begin to worship pagan gods, and this cycle was repeated over and over and over. Does it sound familiar? Do you know people? that are, get caught up in those things. They go to, they get Jesus for a while until they get their fix. And then once, once the Lord straightens out their life, okay, I've got it now, God. And they walk away. Or maybe you've looked in the mirror and you've said, yeah, that's been me sometimes too. But there's a cycle whenever we turn back from God, there's something that happens when we turn away from God that does not turn out well. And I want to read another familiar passage of Scripture. It's found in Deuteronomy 30, verses 17 through 20. But if your heart turns away, and again, Moses is pleading with the children of Israel before they go into the promised land. I don't know how many times he tried to emphasize, listen, if you follow the Lord, if you stay connected to him, the Lord's blessings will follow you and he'll give you everything that you need and he'll give you, he'll bring forth the promises that he's made to you. It goes on, it says here in Deuteronomy 30, uh, 17. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, it's always about the heart, guys. It's always about the heart. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. Uh, Jesus said in John 10.10, 10, Remember what he said, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come, what, that you may have life in abundance. And so we see people that are, their lives are being destroyed by drugs, alcohol, whatever those things may look like, because they're not connected to the source of life. They're not connected to Jesus. And so Jesus said, I've come to give you abundant life. The thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, and he takes no prisoners. Anyway, Moses is saying here, I warn you now that if, if you refuse to listen, and if you're drawn away and serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. And let me pause here for a moment. Guys, we need to be praying for this nation. We need to be praying for our president. We need to be praying for the leaders, the political leaders. We need to be praying for the spiritual leaders in this country. We have a vested interest in what's going on here. So be praying for this nation. Be praying for God to fill our leaders with the Holy Spirit. And don't ever compromise your Christian values. Stand firm, all right? Do not compromise. Pray and don't compromise. How many of us can look back at the destruction that we've suffered when we turned away from God and disobeyed? Man, I know what it's like. How many people uh, can you think of right now 
that refuse to turn to God and, and are suffering destruction or suffering from things. So it's important that we have the, the Lord in our life and that we lead others to the Lord. Come on. All right, Deuteronomy 30, 17. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. goes on to say, uh, you will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. The key to living a long, fully blessed life is found in Christ. Staying connected to the source of life, Jesus. Verse 19, today, Moses tells them, today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Do you choose life? Do you choose blessings? Amen. He says, today, you, I've given you the choice. So today we have the choice. Who are we going to choose? Are we going to choose God or something else or someone else? Let me read this scripture again. Today, I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. He's saying, what choice are you going to make? I'm calling on heaven and earth. You know, we're, on earth, we're, we're witnessing the choice that you make, and heaven is witnessing the choice that you make. So what choice are you going to make? And it's a choice that we make to commit to God or not. It's our choice. Okay, now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. He goes on to say, oh, that you would choose life so that you and, de and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. And then he goes on to say what? This is what? The key to your life. So the key to our life is love God, obey God, and commit firmly to him. That's the key to your life. Verse 20 continues, uh, this is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This morning, we're going to have an extended time of ministry. When we worship, the chains can be broken. Hearts can be healed. There can be physical healing. Uh, individuals can be set free. In some of our worship times, people have, have been healed. People have gotten their prayer language. God has done amazing things. There have been breakthrough in people's lives. And uh, over the past few months, there's, there have been several people in our Life Fellowship family that have been diagnosed with cancer. They've been given a report that they have cancer. And there are other people that have other physical maladies in our body of Christ or and so if someone has spoken a death sentence over you, or you've been given a bad report, if you've been diagnosed with an illness or disease, if you're struggling with an addiction you need to be free from, and let me pause here for a moment. Listen, if you've been struggling with something for five or 10 years, that's a bondage, guys. You need to get free from that, okay? Uh, let's be real with God today. Let's ask Jesus to heal us today. And uh, let's ask Jesus to set us free if there's something you need to be set free from. Desperate situations call for desperate measures. And it's amazing to me how people will get excited when the Texans recover a fumble or have a good play. Not even score a touchdown, just have a good play. People get all excited, and then they want to be all casual about the Lord. Oh, well, God, you know, I really need some healing today. God, I need some healing today. You know, this is serious business. I could die from this. I, need a, I could lose my job. But we want to be, oh, God, I may lose my job today. Come on, guys. Be real. So let's be real with him. 
There's a song that we're going to sing, and it says, God is for us. God is fighting for us. He can destroy our enemies. Jesus can destroy sickness. What is cancer to God? Okay? What enemies or challenges are you facing today? And maybe you're here today and you're saying, well, you know, everything's good with me. Well, there's probably somebody in your family or somebody that you know. I've already shared that there are people in our family here that have been given bad reports. So that's somebody to pray for. That's somebody to intercede for. That's somebody to, as we worship here in a few minutes, to say, God, we're praying healing over their lives. We're praying breakthrough in the strongholds of the people that are bound up, the people in this church, the people in our community that are caught up in all kinds of things. Father, we're praying that you would release people from the bondages of hell and set them free. So this morning, we're going to proclaim, go ahead and come up, guys. Ministry flows from the heart of God. Worship connects us with the heart of God. Let's boldly proclaim God's word. This song is the word of God. And there are times when we need to be aggressive and assertive as we proclaim the word of God. And so this morning, we're going to be singing this, these songs. And if, if you're going through something, if you know someone that's going through something, let's proclaim the word of God and let's speak these words of life. Moses says, choose life, not death. Choose blessings, not curses. So let's speak life and blessings over this body and the people in our communities. Let's boldly proclaim God's word. Jesus said, I've been given all authority in heaven and earth. After he died and rose again, he said, I've been given all authority in heaven and earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all that I've taught you. Know that I'll be with you to the end of the age. Jesus came to give us abundant life. He took all that on, sin and death and all that stuff on at the cross. So this morning, we're going to proclaim the goodness of God, that God is fighting for us, that there's healing in Jesus. And so if you need something from him today, let's be open. Let's press in. You know, let's not be worried about what our neighbor's thinking. Listen, if you need something, press in, because I believe God is going to bring breakthrough here this morning. I believe that if there's healing that's needed, God is going to bring healing. That could be physical healing. It could be emotional, mental, spiritual, whatever that looks like. So we're going to press in this morning. Will you do that? Amen. Good answer. Well, if that doesn't light your fire, then your wood is wet. <laughs> Something is about to happen in this place. Church, are you ready? Father, in the name of Jesus, we just say yes to whatever you want to do in this moment. Yes, whatever you want to do, God. Yes and amen. Father, we press in with our hearts. We press in with everything that we have right now, God. With high expectations, God. With boldness coming before your throne. Saying yes, Lord for healing. Yes, Lord, for restoration. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, just lift up your yes to the Lord this morning. It's so worthy.
church, I begin to understand what we're singing about. I begin to understand what we're talking about. We're praying life. We're praying miracles in the name of Jesus. We're praying for restoration in the name of. We're praying for greatness in the name of. And in that name, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. The Lord of healing. The Lord of restoration. The Lord of increase in our finances. The Lord of increase when it comes to this nation. In our schools. In our households. In our churches. Come on church, can you give a shout of praise to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings.
mighty name of Jesus. It's in the precious name of Jesus that we are here. You know, we, we understand that God has given us doctors and science and medication and all of those things are in the natural. I love science. But I believe that where science ends is where the supernatural begins. And God does not want to just, well, he doesn't want us to just go through the motions, but he wants to heal us. According to his will, he wants to heal us. He wants to bring restoration in our lives. He wants to mend the broken hearts. So we don't just sing, just to sing songs, it's just to kill time or play music, but we sing and we intercede for those around us. Those who aren't here in this moment. Those who are here in this moment. Who are dealing with anything. Going through anything. Physically, mentally, emotionally. We pray it broken in the name of Jesus. We declare that it's broken, it's gone in the name of Jesus. We pray big prayers like that because we serve a big God. You know, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is the woman with the issue of blood. garment I know not I think but I know that I'll be made whole her faith was increased her faith her faith was lifted at the moment and I'm not a physician but I do know that she was healed in the name of Jesus and church if you're not moved by what you feel be moved by what you know which is that he's a healer He's the conqueror. He's the God of all the universe. He's ready to heal you right now. Oh, Father, we love you, Jesus.
Father, can I just take a moment right now and would you join me in prayer? Father, we lift up all the children who are going back to school tomorrow and the rest of this week. We just thank you that you will be with them, that you will watch them, that you will guard them, that you will help them, that you will protect them, that you will shine through them, that they will go into their classes and and the people around them will notice something's different. And Father, that you will just continue to to work through them because they're not too small. They're not too young and they're certainly not insignificant in your eyes. And we just lift them up to you and thank you, Father, for blessing them in Jesus' name. And your saints say, amen, amen.
Father, we do declare that your kingdom come, your will be done. I'd like to pray this way, Lord. Let your kingdom come in my heart this day. Let it be done as it is in heaven. Somebody say, this day in my heart. And uh, you can pray that way. You can say, Father, let your kingdom come in my home. This day, let it be done as it is in heaven. This day, let your kingdom come in my family. Let your will be done on earth in my family as it is in heaven. Amen? So we can, you can take that song with you and put it in your back pocket. <laughs> Rather, better to open the word of God and just, just read as it says in there. And uh, so one of our, part of our purpose is to uh, bring forth the kingdom. Amen? The 
This is what Pastor Mark was saying earlier. Have no fear. Salvation is here. Oh, have no fear. Salvation is here. Somebody got that? Mm. It's really a joy to be here with you. And uh, I want to say that it's an honor for me, really. And I thought I would just share with you how much I, I love your pastor, your pastors. Pastor Mark and Pastor Christine. And uh, I think uh, I think I probably knew about 15 years or a little more back then. I think I knew then that they, they had hearts to be pastors and I don't know if they knew that. And that scares somebody when, when the Lord starts telling you that. <laughs> That's why he waited a little while. He'll wait a little bit, and then he'll tell you, "All right, it's time." But I love these guys. You know, uh, there was a, a point before I sing the song that, when the bottom fell out in my life, and uh, everything fell apart at one point, and uh, I just just had to stand up. You know, the Bible says, after you've done everything you can do, just stand, keep standing, and. All I could do was just stand and, and say, God, I'll follow you regardless of where, when, what, how. I'm going to follow you. And so I just want to say that uh, at that point in my life, this this was a couple that uh, took me in and, and just let me be in their home and, and have a bed and a room to sleep in. And, a place to pray and and they would just insist on praying together and sit down and pray with me and encourage me and love me and I said I said I think there's a couple of pastors sitting here <laughs> at this table uh, I I love these guys and I'm I'm so glad to be here to get to, to share with you a little bit that's why this song uh, speaks to me in the way it does but it says, uh, I was sure by now 
thought you would have reached down, wiped our tears away, stepped in and saved it. But once again, I say amen. It's still rain. As the thunder rolls, I barely hear you whisper through the wind. your mercy falls I raise my hands and praise the God who gives and takes away
set on you. video with you. <laughs> Blessed are you as you weep on your knees with perfume and tears washing over my feet. Blessed are you beggar, hopeless and blind, calling for mercy when I'm passing by. Blessed are you shaking your head tiny fish and some bread. Blessed are you as you tremble and wait for the first stone thrown at your sinful disgrace. Tell me your story. Show me your wounds. And I'll show you what
walking on waves to find yourself sinking when you look away. Blessed are you, leper, standing alone. The fear on their faces is all that you've known. Blessed are you, lonely widow who gave your last shiny coin to Yahweh. Blessed are you with your silver and lies, kissing the one who's saving your life. Tell me a story, show me your wound, and I'll show you a love God, that your, your word is light to my path and a lamp to my feet. God, I can see, I can see close where I'm stepping and I can see a little more distant down the path because your light is a lamp and a light. It guides me. It'll lead me, Lord. Everything we have to stand on today is your word. Everything we have to stand on today is your word. Lord, we need you and we love you. We thank you for direction today. Thank you for restoration today, Father. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. 
position yourself for a stream or a river other than to get down to the banks and get in. Amen. And uh, you know, he'll, he'll pour out, he'll interrupt your life or, or he'll come in a moment of time and, and strengthen you or just give you peace. And God does that. He's so gracious like that. But when we talk about these streams of mercy and rivers of living water, it's just, you just got to get there and get your feet in and then go in a little deeper and go in a little deeper. I'm telling you, he's merciful today. He is. And uh, so we're going to sing about the cross. And we want you to sing along with us. There's a place where streams of mercy are flowing. And his love is unending.
continue to press in I want us to do a couple of things if you're if you're visiting with us today if you're a guest I'm not talking to you okay but I'm talking to our family you know that whenever we have a guest come we want to treat them right we want to pray and, and we want to bless them and Pastor Don travels all over and uh, God uses him in powerful ways and so we want to be a blessing to him church we want to bless him so I want you to do a couple of things. Uh, I don't know who's going to play, but we're going to worship for a little while longer. And I want you to do two things. I want you to ask the Lord what else he has for you this morning. Say, God, what else do you want to do in my life? What else do you want to speak to me today? And then the second thing I want you to do is I want you to ask the Lord, what am I to sow into this ministry? What am I to give to help support Pastor Wallace as he travels around? And then we're going to bless him leaves but listen God is doing something here this morning and I believed all week really for weeks that God was going to do something special to to this morning so let's not rush out of this so take some time and say God what else do you have for me this morning and then Lord God what are you speaking to me to sow into this ministry Christ-centered, worship-driven. And it be, that worship begins in our hearts. So I know this has been a very different service for, for many of you, but 
let's continue to foster and develop that heart of praise and worship. As you're, as you're considering giving, if, if you're writing a check, just make that out to Life Fellowship. If you're paying cash, we have some envelopes in the giving boxes. And I, I want to thank you in advance. You knew I was going to cry today. Come on. You know, you, you are an amazing congregation. You're the most wonderful congregation I've ever been a part of. You have such great hearts of love and compassion and generosity. And when I was telling Don, my, my good friend here, when I was telling him about Life Fellowship, I, I said, you know what the best thing about Life Fellowship is? It's the people. You guys are wonderful. I love you so very much. And if you've been broken today, if God is working in your life, if, if God is working in your heart, just continue to press into him and know that this is a safe place. And we want the Lord to touch our lives and change us so that we're transformed, so that we can go out and, and teach others and lead others to the Lord. Listen, this is life-changing for us. It's life-changing for a lost and dying world around us. And I've shared how God is calling us to reach the nations. So I challenge you again today, pray and say, God, what is my part in this huge thing that you're doing through Life Fellowship? And as we go from this place this morning, I want you to carry the joy and the hope, the healing, the, the encouragement and strength of the Lord. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. And we know that word power is our favorite power word, dunamis. It means like supernatural dynamite power. So greater is he that is living in you than all the other stuff that's going on around you and the, and the one that lives in the world that would try to get us distracted. Can we go out with another worship song? Jesus, you, nothing else
center of it all. Wednesday night at Bible study. God bless you. You're dismissed.